0: Well welcome Angie. Um, welcome Angie Bush, Executive Director of Hospitality House in North Carolina. I want to welcome you to the Board Checkup. And, Thank you. And just to give you some sort of background about the Board Checkup podcast, um, we've we're running um, a series of interviews with executive directors and board chairs and um, Um, other folks who uh, participate in the governance process, just around the practice of performance assessment, and um, utilizing board checkup. And um, we're trying to share um, the experience of of boards and um, executives to uh, help inform the practice with other boards and make uh, the process of board development and change, perhaps a little bit more accessible so that's the purpose of, of this, uh, of the podcast. And I'm super um, excited to welcome you here today.
1: Well, thank you. And thanks for having me on. I am um, pretty much an open book. So ask away and I'm, I'm happy to share um, whatever little tidbits that I have that may be useful for other people. And I always feel like I learn. A bit myself through any process I'm engaged in, so I'm exec, I'm um, I'm also excited to see what I learn and I take away from
0: this. Okay, wonderful. Well, let's start with Hospitality House, um, about your organization, your mission, sort of sort of characteristics that um, give us a sense of your purpose and your size and and how you're organized.
1: Awesome, awesome. So Hospitality House of Charlotte provides a community of support for patients who are connecting to vital medical care. So in a very practical way that looks like cancer patients, patients seeking organ transplants or have cardiac issues that are coming to the Charlotte area to receive treatment that they were unable to receive at home. Um, That frequently happens with rural communities. People have to come in to receive care where they can't get it where they live. And we exist so that um, People's zip codes don't have to determine their health outcomes. That's what we like to say. So we're trying to really create equitable access to healthcare. We've been doing this work now for about 38 years. Um, Not all of those with me here. So I've been with the organization for 17. Um, Most of that time though has been spent in the financial space. So I've been started on the financial side of the house. My background's in banking. And um, over the past uh, five years, I've been the executive director. So it started five years ago as the executive director. Then year and a half after that, COVID hit. And then here we are. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, well, so you really um, jumped right in then and obviously had a significant governance issue to deal with with COVID. Mm-hmm. Maybe talk a little bit about, about that. I mean, that... Um, context and and your board governance tell us a little Mm -hmm. bit about your board
1: it's interesting so i've been with the organization a long time so i've seen our board evolve over that period of time we um when i first became involved here had board members involved in very um micro issues that were going on with the house from selecting carpet to like just very much hands-on like who's gonna order bread you know, that type of thing. We're no longer there. So, uh, and that's taken, there's been some growing pains with that, as you would expect. There's some people who really liked being involved in the day to day, but there was a need for us really to pull up and think more strategically and broadly and use a wider lens to assess ourselves and to figure out who we were gonna be as we continue to grow and continue to, um, elevate the impact and share the impact that we're having in the community. So we were needing to grow and do things a little bit differently. So our board has to grow alongside that and had to kind of shift in that process. Um, so I was here for, for a good, good bit of that as well. So,
0: so tell me perhaps then in terms of governance model, how did that shift? So did the, you know, the organization start out somewhat as a working board where it did have to do some of the work and then how did it get out of operations and into um, more, more just governance only um, work what what maybe describe that a little bit.
1: Well, so basically, um, we have a lot of the same functionality at my organization that you would in a small hotel, if you will. Okay. So we have a front desk, we've got people who are coming, checking in, checking out, there's housekeeping to contend with, and all those kinds of things. We've got a 20-bedroom facility right now. So um, in the beginning, when I was here, board members actually filled in and did some shifts at the front desk where... (laughs) we had a period of time from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. and that was filled by people who were on our board they were okay. coming in and they were filling in that period of time so that the staff could go home as we began to change our staffing model and hire more expertise in house those duties no longer needed to be covered by board members okay and board members are now needed to be more advocates. So we were very much a very working hands-on board initially, and now we've grown to more of a governing board looking at more uh, policy, what's going on in the landscape, who are what introductions need to be made in order for us to grow our reach. So those are things we're looking at now. That was not something that was done early on.
0: Okay. Great. Excellent. Excellent. Um journey that, that you've been on. And that's a really nice description. Let's talk then about what motivated your board to want to assess its performance. How did that happen?
1: Um, it was a combination of a couple of things. Um, me, I'm kind of more of a person who's driven by data a little more before we make big changes. Um, I want to make sure that the data kind of bears that out. So wanting to make sure that board members um, also that felt like they valued the time that they spent here and that it was meaningful for them. Okay. And I feel like I can ask people that question directly, certainly, but there was something about needing to have that data um, in more of an anonymous format where people might feel a little bit safer giving some feedback. So that was really important to me. Um, And couple that with, at the time, having a board chair that was also very much into the same types of things. So I think we had a great little marriage, if you will, there. (laughs) the, The meeting of the minds was, hey, let's begin doing this. So then I set about trying to figure out how to best make this happen. I'd seen it done a number of different ways. I'm one, I feel like I have, a, I call it a doctorate in Google where <laughs> I'll just kind of begin looking to see what are, what's out there. Right. And um, I've found that a lot of different um, nonprofits made their own surveys and things like that. And I thought, mm, we could do that. But I really felt that there was value in being able to benchmark against what other nonprofits are doing. That we couldn't do if I generated my own survey. So I was kind of specifically began looking for a way that we could utilize pretty much the same tool year after year to be able to chronicle and um, chart our growth or our stagnation. If, if right. we found areas that were are just not quite meeting it and, and, and year after year, these are the same issues. So being able to do all those things at one time. So that's when I found this, actually it was a Google search.
0: Okay okay good. So um but you were you were looking for something um you found this tool you tried it out and so maybe talk a little bit about how did you how you implemented that um in your in your organization.
1: Yeah so um I found the tool and I kind of tested it myself and I thought okay this looks like this is the kind of data we need. And um, I then took the tools that were available on the website itself. So it was really pretty easy. I'm not one for in, inventing things if I don't have to. So the email template was already there. <laughs> hey, guys, you know, really value you. Want to get your feedback. Want to do it in an anonymous way. Here are some simple instructions. Click the link. And I sent that out. And I think what I did for the first time I sent it out, I had myself on the email and also our governance chair, just so that it was looking like it wasn't just my initiative, which it wasn't. You know, we want to kind of have that, that they're being governed by their peers. That's what the board is. So um, pairing that with someone else, then sent out the email, and then I could kind of get responses. And then... I could lean on then my governance chair to prod and poke people hey we still need more people to complete the survey get it done you know that kind of thing so that's how that worked
0: okay and what was the response to the first one like
1: I think people initially it was a little bit like wow this is this is a lot that's being asked um but I think people were pretty astounded when we got the results back and they had like a chart and we could benchmark. So from the very beginning, that first survey, we had something to tie it to. So it's one thing to say, hey, we're doing great. Well, based on what? And and what have you tied that to? Great. Based on what kind of result? What was your benchmark? So to have that benchmark in there from the very first survey was really, really ideal and eye-opening for our board to have that so I think by the time they completed the survey then they thought ah okay we get we get this now
0: right so it okay it an
1: easier sell even the second time around
0: okay and now you have assessed your performance your board has four times now who's involved in those assessments is it just the board how has that evolved over time
1: it's been just the board. So we are going to start having the executive team participate too, and I'm be interested to see how that might influence or change any sort of any of the results. Um, so, and I think that was based on feedback that I gotten from you, Yvonne, was that we do have the key executives at the organization also participate. I hadn't really thought about that, maybe because I thought of it as a board self-assessment so they're the only ones who do it. Right. But I do think there is some value in having the key executives in it as well. So it w- that will be a little bit um, interesting to see how that changes. So um, like anything, we're continuing to evolve and change. So this is something I'll talk to my governance committee about and just make sure that everyone's on the same page with that before we kind of implement doing it with our team. We've got a very small executive team here actually, right, right. now, we have just two people. So <laughs> I don't think it would be a big deal, but just want to make sure before we kind of launch. Right.
0: Okay, so it's been board only. So mm-hmm. maybe talk a little bit about what what surfaced in those assessments strengths, challenges, uh, how did that, they change over time or did they, Um, what happened?
1: Well, I feel like the board feels pretty clear on what their role is. And that I think has even gotten better as time has gone on. Um, So I think that there's a lot of role clarity that they have. And that's one thing that would, that the survey did reveal to us um, and I believe that we have a lot of very passionate board members that are very interested in elevating the work that we do, so I think that that also was clear as well. Some of our challenge areas, um, which I'll say challenge, and I use it kind of, um, in a, it's, it's difficult because we scored very well on the board, scored themselves very well on the self-assessment, so there really weren't like red or scary areas, if you will, or real threats that we kind of, the, that were identified. But with anything, there are those areas that you don't support as well in. So right. some of those that we had were the board understanding their role in fundraising, that that is something that um, they, need, they need to work on. Um, and by them needing to work on it, meaning me as the ED, I need to make sure I'm giving them that information. Um, So it's a good kind of clue for me. Also on board recruitment and diversity, the board felt like we needed to have a more diverse group of people to to, um, uh, reflect all the people we serve. Um, So that was certainly it. I'm trying to think of any of the other areas. The board's role in fundraising seemed a little little muddied um, too compared to some of the other very highly rated things. So I think that's...
0: What were some of the the strongest areas of your board?
1: Um they felt like the this the relationship that me as the ED that I had with the board chair was strong and there seemed to be a lot of people seemed to understand completely like that uh, what our roles were um and I thought that made me feel good because I can be yeah. kind of a strong personality and I felt like we were in the right place with that. So that made me feel very assured there. Um, And I think, again, the um, willingness of the board to work together, I think that that was clearly it. I think people felt valued that that their contributions were appreciated. And I think that that was something that I, I gleaned from the information as well.
0: Wonderful. Well, let's talk about changes then. Um, you were very effective. Um, your The board's effectiveness improved over time. So their own assessments were more positive. Mm-hmm. But what about changes that happened, you know, between assessments? Was there any changes and what were they? And And maybe comment on how you see the board functioning now.
1: Okay. Sure, sure. So some of the changes, um, well, coming out of the board self-assessment, we then felt that we needed to do a strategic plan, kind of to to head on and kind of take on some of the areas like the board development, um, educational mm-hmm. opportunities for the board, that kind of thing. Um, so that we have done. Um, another change that I've seen happen is that I feel like the board has stepped up even more than they had in the past and really taking on some more responsibility as it relates to board recruitment. And that has been a real change. At one point, I was the person who was really presenting all of the board candidates for, you know, people as potential board candidates. Now that has flipped. and it's a it's such a welcome change to see that because it to me it feels like the board has taken more ownership and that part of the process and I and I love to see that because again then they're working at that much more strategic level. We have a demographic kind of chart which talks about demographics in all kinds of different ways, be it age, race, um, industry, um, experience on a board before in the past, those kinds of things. But the board is kind of taking and looking and going through those things and then looking at their networks to see who they know. Because this organization is bigger than my people or people right. that I would bring in. Right, It's going to right. take all of us to really grow this organization. And I feel like that they've really hit that head on. But I think a lot of that came out of this work that we have done.
0: Wonderful. And how has your job changed?
1: My has- job? Yeah, my my job. Hmm, let's see. How has my job changed? I just feel like my job is always kind of exploding in a lot of ways. Um, there's a lot of a lot of moving parts, of course. So I, I do a lot of the development for um, hospitality house. We don't have a, a seated um director of philanthropy. So I'm I'm serving in that role. Um, But what I'm doing with that is I'm really kind of looking to the board to help me in that process. So that has definitely changed. But I think some of this with people fully understanding what their roles and responsibilities are, then they can help me in ways that are meaningful for the organization. So that has been huge. So I'm doing a lot more fundraising for the organization. Um, but with the help of the board.
0: So supported by the board, right. not just out on your own. And that's an expectation. Correct. Okay, mm-hmm. good. That's great. So more of a part, sounds like a more of a team approach. Definitely,
1: definitely. I, I, I would say so. But I think a lot of that happens um, when someone is given an opportunity to take a moment to reflect on their own personal contributions to the organization, as well as how they view the group functioning as a whole. I think that also has an um, pretty much an immediate positive effect on how they show up. One, I think then they feel valued. Oh, people want to know my opinion. So that's Number one, you know, right. somebody cares about what I think about how things are going. Yeah. So that says that. So I think you're, you're definitely gonna get more engaged people when people feel like their opinions are valued. And then I think also tying into um, our process is the evaluation on the other side. We take this reporting and um, give it to uh, the board so that they can kind of digest the information and then make tweaks with that. So then they see that they're, you know, out of the information that I gave, something happens with it. Right. So that's the other part too, that I think is pretty helpful.
0: Have you seen like in meetings, for example, I know you made some changes in meetings, mm-hmm. but have you have you seen a change in how uh, the board um, governs issues, for example, Uh, That that individual engagement change. How's that? Has there been any changes that way? So maybe just more elaborate more in on the on board governance. Has it it changed?
1: It has. So the. We've changed a few things. We've implemented a, uh, we have a board portal now that board members can go and get all the documents and they don't need to go to me to get something. So in the past, if somebody wanted like a past document and they couldn't find it in their email or whatever, they'd have to come to me to say, do you have minutes from this meeting from last year or something like that? Now we don't have that. There's not that barrier where they have to go through me to get information. So we've got this portal that's set up and that kind of I thought was good, I think it's a good check on me so that people don't feel like they have to go through the executive director to then get information. They should feel like they can go directly to the source and get the information they want um, without any sort of filters or waiting on me or anything. So that I think was 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 really big. And um, I think that the board as a whole, we moved to a consent agenda which was very helpful as well. Again, that kind of brings people out of the weeds into more of the governance where the board is gonna be for in our case, certainly much more effective and useful. So rather than reporting out, which I kind of think of reporting out as um, meetings where you report out is that you're trying to drive a car, but you're kind of looking in that rear view mirror and you're gonna try to drive straight because we still need to move ahead. But if we're looking at our, we're just reporting out on what we did last month or last quarter, we're really not getting what we could utilize all those brilliant minds that are sitting around the table to help with. So by pulling the reports into a consent agenda where those are the more routine things, committee reports and that kind of thing, and just having some someone reporting out on operations, reporting out on all the things, um, they vote. The board will vote on that. People can remove items if they want to discuss them. Certainly, mm. So it's not like they can't. So I will say that. But that we find then the board more able to focus on whatever is keeping keeping me up at night. Basically, is kind of like what's going on in the landscape, and that's the moving forward thing. So coming up, what I see on the horizon as we were dealing with things like COVID. Right um, now, like dealing with maybe um, what's going on with philanthropic giving as a whole in the industry and like how we're going to respond to that as an organization and taking those things on and getting their perspectives and seeing what they've seen out in, in, in there, each one of them have their own world, regardless yeah. if they come from banking or they're a lawyer or they work at the hospital or, you know, all the things that they're seeing as well and kind of. Putting the heads around the table and getting everybody's input on bigger ideas that are kind of charting the course for where we're going. So that's definitely been a difference. And then just having more time, I feel like I can't ever get enough of that time with them just um, brainstorming or just kind of talking through things. Um, That's a huge help to me, and it's a huge help to the organization because again, helps to propel us forward.
0: Wow. So that really better connects you with your environment changes in your environment and being yeah. more responsive.
1: yeah, definitely
0: And then um being more strategic and in, in how you um navigate those changes. So wow, really, really powerful um I wanted to just sort of get more into the process a little bit describing, Um, So you were the coordinator, you sought an ally in the governance chair who sort of provided some leadership and um, uh, pressure to, you know, to get those responses right. What kind of response rate did you have? Um, Let's say, um, you know, what percentage of board members participated? And when the results were shared, were there any surprises or did people generally agree?
1: Um, I think people generally seemed to agree, which I found surprising because I knew that they didn't do it all together. We didn't have it set up where everyone pulled out their laptop and did it together in the room. So people were doing it whenever they could fill it in over the weekend or whatever worked for them. Right. Um, So we did not see a whole lot of disagreement, which I found very interesting, but also maybe that says that as a group, people feel like they're um, able to be heard and kind of all singing basically the same tune. Um, So I thought that was that was interesting. I I thought that The process itself was was easy enough, I think because I had an ally on the board and then kind of pushing it out to people. I think it's still difficult to get everybody to do it. I think the first year we did it, we had a lot of participation and it's kind of been a little more challenging lately. I think we're at about 80%. It's interesting because on our board, when I send out the survey, I have to send it to my board list which includes people's executive assistants. They're not oh, gonna do okay. the survey, but they but they have to get every email I send to my board members so that my board members will open the emails. So, right. so we've got like all these other numbers that are in there that aren't actually people who are taking the survey themselves. Um, but I think we're getting now probably about 75. That's been the lowest response okay. we've gotten. Yeah, to like, I think now like 80-ish. Um, but we, as we have more people with executive assistants, we have like odd numbers in that.
0: Do you think that makes a difference, the participation? Wait. So, you know, if one or two people did it, how would that be different than having everyone do it or the majority of people? Does that make it easier um, to change?
1: Yeah, I think having something where... I'll say, hmm, yes and no, because if you've if we've provided an opportunity for people to take advantage of the survey and they opt not to, then I think it would be very difficult for them to then say, well, now I don't want to be a part of this change that's <laughs> right. coming as a result of the survey right. that I didn't bother to do, that you provided me an opportunity to do. So I think that would be kind of kind of tough. I do think it is easier though, um when you do have a lot of people who have done it. Because then they're maybe more on board. Yep, that is what we said. We sure did say we wanted more of that or we wanted more time to talk about things and meetings. We said we wanted that, you know, so then it would be much, maybe an easier sell that way. But I mean, we're providing the opportunity for people to do it. And we started, I will say that we tried it Initially, giving people a lot of time to complete it, but that didn't really seem to work as well as giving people like two weeks.
0: Okay, yeah. So. You have two
1: weeks to complete it. We, because at one time we were like, oh, a month and a half. <laughs> and it still was, you know, then we were just sending people these emails all the time saying, have you done this survey? And I have no idea who's done it or not. So even people who've done it from the beard from day one are saying, oh my gosh, I've done it. Stop emailing me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so does the confidentiality, how important is that? That it, how important is it to be confidential?
1: I think it's very important. I have one person on my governance committee that hated it. He wanted the names of everyone who had not completed the survey (laughs) so he could personally begin harassing them. (laughs) But um, that aside, I think the confidentiality does mean that people can feel that they are able to communicate more freely. And, And I think that's important. I do wanna provide that for people. And unfortunately then I can't needle the folks who haven't done it, you know, next time I right. bump into them out, you know, I can't say, hey, you do that when you get home from the grocery store, you know, but that's what you have to give up in order to have it but I think that trying to make that there uh, as much as possible is important. Great.
0: Well, in terms of, uh, let's look at the impact then of this on the organization. I know. Um, you've you've completed m- several impact assessments and um and there's been some some imp- change in the board's impact on the organization can you describe any areas where um you're seeing this translate into organization effectiveness
1: um Yes, I've seen more confidence on the part of board members. um, And I think that spills over into them being more willing to make um, introductions. I think they feel that there's a level of structure because meetings can be and feel at times somewhat in informal. Mm -hmm. um, and, And that's good. But for them to still feel like overall we are abiding by certain principles and, and best practices. Um, I do think that gives them a certain set of a certain amount of confidence so they feel more likely to recommend other people as candidates for board service. I feel mm-hmm. like that's certainly happened, and that's been a big change that we've seen. I'm no longer having to ask everybody to join. We've got other people who are joining that as well. I think part of that is just their confidence in how the organization is being run and um, the way decisions are being made. And I think that they also, um, I think it helps them in some ways to take their responsibility more seriously. And I feel like we have, certainly seeing that as well and I think it also anytime you provide something where everyone in a group is having to do it together in some mm-hmm. way it creates a degree of camaraderie we've all done that thing together right 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 um, so I do think that it has done that as well just you know a bit positive for the group
0: yeah I what I noticed was um their impact on morale yeah Uh, productivity Mm -hmm. your productivity volunteers um knowledge and innovation yeah and um do they recognize themselves that they're having that kind of impact and that's changing
1: it's interesting i don't know i'm going to certainly tell them these things um because i want them to realize that because i think that Oftentimes people don't, or they downplay the positive impact that they have. And this is something that really should be celebrated. So again, this provides us, completing this assessment gives us a reason to celebrate. And that's something that we also do together as a team, because they are allowing me to be more effective. And by doing that, the organization as a whole.
0: Yes, that's that's you know, I really that just sort of came to my mind yesterday mm-hmm. as I looking at these impacts and do boards really understand that the Im- the indirect impact that they have, mm-hmm. right? I I, my,
1: I would think not. I yeah. would think that that would be surprising,
0: yeah. so I'm really happy to hear you're going to celebrate that yeah yeah um and wow, um I'm just um. I just want to now maybe shift a little bit to other boards then what advice then would you have for you know um your colleagues EDs who who perhaps um you know they're like doing that the job you know that has many elements to it. You're in multiple functions. You're having to, to operate and and sometimes govern. You know, provide that strategic leadership. What advice would you have for EDS who are looking um, to get more leadership out of their boards? To um, you know, what what would you say to them?
1: Um, I would say you need an ally. You're going to need an ally to do it effectively. I don't think this would have been effectively done had it been um, the Angie show. Angie thinks this is a great idea, so we should do it. I think people still would have done it. I don't think that that would have been the case. I think my board as a whole has a lot of respect for me. Mm -hmm. But I do think there's definitely something about having another board member fully on board with this and kind of trumpeting it. So, having an ally and and I think you don't need you you need one one good one, one strong one on the board, and that that'll be enough to kind of get something like this going. um I do think there's a lot of value in having this the tool chosen be as um um uh, streamlined as this one is. I do think that there's a lot of value in asking the same questions the next year and having a, a way of being able to benchmark that against other people in the same industry. If it, 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 we do it with so many other things that we're looking at as an organization, we should do that also with the assessment card.
0: Right. Wonderful. Well, listen, thank you.
1: Absolutely. And-
0: Thank you. It's such a pleasure to, um, to hear about your organization, to talk about leadership and governance with you and um, to keep following you and, um, and, and studying um, the impact. So thank you um, for sharing this with me today and thanks for using board checkup and I look forward to um, to following you in the future.
1: Awesome. Thank you. Thanks for the opportunity to share. It's, it's uh, neat for me to even sit and reflect on where we've been and where we've come from and how we've grown and um, let that kind of guide us as we move forward. So I appreciate that.
0: Well, thank you very much.